Hello there, everybody. Welcome back to our Bad Batch Season 2 predictions and speculation. We're talking about the finale. It's finally here, the finale of Season 2, Episodes 15 and 16, The Summit and Plan 99. We're giving you all of our predictions for the two-part finale. But before we do so, make sure you're hitting that like button and you're subscribing to our channel. Comment below. Let us know what you think is going to happen in these episodes. And uh, if you think our predictions are going to be pretty accurate uh, we're going to try to hit on all these things we we're pretty accurate last week i mean the, the show's finally seeming like the all the, the plot lines are converging episode 14 was our first one of the season that had everybody in it so 15 16 seemed like that type of uh, promising build up here and, and hopefully it's a pretty epic finale so there's a lot to talk about we're going to break down our predictions into both episodes so we're going to start with episode 15 and that is the summit. So there are plenty of things the summit can mean. Obviously, the two most obvious one is mentioned directly at the end of Tipping Point. And it's that there is a summit meeting of sorts between Grand Moff Tarkin. We know he'll be there. We also know that Dr. Hemlock will be there. Who else could be there? We could talk about a, a Palpatine, of course. He should, probably should be there if it's this important. If not him, it's at least going to be Mosamita might show up. There's so many other Imperials, though, that we could throw out there from, say, a St. Pestigianus Grigiatus to uh, Gallius Rax, all these people that possibly could be there. Seneca, who do you think could show up to the summit? And of course, the other thing I meant, forgot to mention when I went on that rant is uh, the summit could also mean Mount Tantus. We are going to Mount Tantus. The Bad Batch are going to end up going there. The summit could be the peak of Mount Tantus as well. What do you think is going to happen in episode 15, both with this meeting and with the way the Bad Batch are suddenly involved with this whole plot? Yeah, I mean, I think this is where a double meeting is going to be representative of the dueling plots. They're going to interweave more so than a lot of these like Bad Batch focused. Like in our, in our, in our last episode, we got the Bad Batch converging with Echo finally after so many weeks and then tying into the Imperials Advanced Science Division. Those don't necessarily fit in together like perfectly. There is like some allowances you have to make between each storyline. But these two of like quite literally Tantus and rescue or infiltration from the Bad Batch and Echo, Rex, whoever else is involved. And then the summit itself, those seem like they'll be quite easily intertwined. In some ways it feels like the summit with the doctor leaving for it, it's a bit of a trap to even go in there. It's just not great timing, but it is what it is. You know, you don't leave a brother to die out there despite everything he's done for you because there's also greater implications for all the clones at this point that are compelling the bad batch instead of simply being like, you know, we, we split off. I think the focus will still shift more towards the summit meeting. I think it's just because this could be an interesting episode for grander greater star storytelling especially the last few weeks we've been talking about how mandalorian and how the bad batch have kind of been hinting at bigger things and some of it is us just saying like oh you know we just read heir to the empire we're gonna talk about it again we're stuck in that mindset sure you know you can fault us there but it does feel like enough of the things that are being built here are for a greater larger story that is being peppered throughout different eras and in my mind, I think the summit here, like you say, we'll get a slime war. We'll get all the guys we see in Return of the Jedi. We'll see Palpatine, Tarkin, 
Masamita is another big one. I'd love to see some of the New Republic characters or era characters kind of show up as like mentees. I'd love to see a Gideon. I'd love to see Gallius Rex, who we've never seen an appearance of, but is so crucial to the plot and development and the entire force collapse of the Empire in the Aftermath trilogy. We could get maybe Gar Saxon and his conversion of the Mandalorian Super Commandos. Uh, we could definitely see a lot of characters that we've had peppered throughout animation come here. I mean, this could be a free-for-all. We're, we're throwing names out there because anyone could come here. I mean, I'm, I'm going to even say mention here to bring on, since we've already brought back a very old Clone Wars a story plot with the Zillow Beast. Why not also bring in like the kidnapping of the babies? That's a huge point in Clone Wars and in Rebels. And then also in this Charles Soul Darth Vader line with the nursemaids with those masks and those like red gowns have represented here. Just make this like everyone from all the different parts of the Empire and all their sinister doings. And Wolf Yularen could be like the most normal person as part of the ISB showing up. But even he's doing some pretty crazy messed up things as, as we've seen in Andor. So it's going to be a who's who out here at this summit meeting. That's going to be incredible. But I'm not really sure what the purpose is. I don't know. I, I, I feel like the summit is the thing that you can throw so many things at, but you won't really know until we see. And like we were saying off camera, Liam, we'll be like, oh, that's that. That's that person. Oh, my God. Like, they're all converging. I never thought this person would be around this early. Like, yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of the whole point. If we figured out everything, then there really wouldn't be anything exciting to predict or watch the following week. So that's where I see them. But I, I don't know. What are your thoughts on how the summit will play out and what the Mount Tanta stuff will be? Because I haven't really touched upon that stuff. Yeah, of course. It, I, I think like that shot in the beginning of the Siege of Mandalore in Season 7 of The Clone Wars where we see the, the round table and there's there's Kanan and, and Depa Balaba and like picking out those types of Jedi. I think it's going to be something similar to that. We're going to see a lot of heads and somebody's going to do a, a breakdown of like, this is who this person is, this is who that person is. And uh, I, I think one person that still going back to the summit meeting, I think I would really love to see a little closure to his rampart. Like, I don't know if he's not going to be a part of the meeting, but maybe his future is some a topic of the meeting. I would love to see some type of closure to that character because it was a pretty quick end, even if a justified, justifyingly like bad end for his character because he was such a jerk. But I would like he was the villain, the main villain of the show for a season and a half. I would like some type of like wrap up with him. What? Where is he? Is he in prison? Did they kill him? Is, does he have another role secretively throughout the rest of the galaxy? I, I want to know what happened to him. Yeah, I think all the people you brought up. Yeah, Lauren, I think, is a huge possibility. And I, Tarkin, we already know, is going to be there. Palpatine, I would love to see be there. Because we haven't really seen Palpatine interact directly with too many people in Imperial Command. I'd love for this to be kind of like the thing where Palpatine's sitting there like this the whole time. And everybody's trying to impress him. It's something that you mentioned, a Krennic. Krennic is like a lieutenant at this time, overseeing the Death Star build that we see in Catalyst. Could he come in via hologram from like Tarkin, who's like, yep, the, our project is on schedule. Project Stardust, maybe, if they're calling it that at this time. Going back to the summit part of Mount Tantus, I think this would be the opportune time if somehow Crosshair were 
to escape again and maybe get another message out. Something that indicated that Hemlock is off the planet, that maybe the the experimentation on Crosshair is has ceased for a little bit. The torture of Crosshair ceased for a little bit, whether it's a trap or not. That some type of message like that could give the Bad Batch that opening to where like, okay, it's now or never. We have to go save him now. Obviously, we all know who's going to be the catalyst behind saving Crosshair. It's going to be Omega. She'd be like, we can't leave him behind. We got to go get him. And they're like, Omega, it could be a trap. We don't know. Like, we don't know what's going on. Echo, Rex, hopefully, I really hope Echo, the rest of his crew, Gregor, Fireball, Rex, whoever else, where's Cody? I want to see that whole group help out on this mission because they're the ones that came to the Bad Batch with this. So I don't want it to be like a Bad Batch only thing. I would want all of them to kind of be a part of it, or at least Rex and Echo. We got another character poster this week for Rex, even though he wasn't in this episode. So I'd like to see that him come back, especially. But I think they're going to see this as their opportunity to go save Crosshair. And of course, they'll either it'll either be a trap or they're going to fail, because I, I don't see any way in which the Empire doesn't get a hold of Omega by the end of this episode, because I think that's going to be obviously part of what plan 99 is going to be which is to rescue them we had the hint at plan 88 which means that they're being sought after it's the secret plan in this episode so they obviously have a meaning for plan 99 besides the fact that they're just clone force 99 or the 99th clone that we see in uh, the deformed clone in season three of the clone Wars. so that means something. I think at the end of episode 15, we'll know what exactly that plan means. And it'll have something to do with getting Omega back because there are no, there's no way that that plotline carries to next season. It's it's going to be, they're going to get her in this episode. They're going to give her an all say. That will all start to be wrapped up at the end of this episode. And it will be progressing towards why they need to rescue her in the next episode. It's just a matter of whether the Bad Batch fail on Tantus or whether it is Omega's capture that brings them to Tantus at the end of this episode. I'm not sure there, but let's talk about 16, Plan 99. So Plan 99, as I just mentioned, I I think it's going to have something to do with getting Omega back. Uh, We don't know exactly what the codename means for the type of plan it is, but I think it has something to do with that. But based on our predictions for 15, there's going to be a summit meeting they are going to end up on Tantus. So like, what type of things do you see happening in 16 to really wrap up this entire season, to solidify characters like Crosshair's storyline, but also to push the batch forward into the future with the way they are looking at like helping the cloning, the clone plight and like the whole idea of, of the clones being the central focus of the show, right? The bad batch have been out of that, plot the entire season they have had nothing to do with it is this the thing that kind of puts them back on track and they're like yeah we might actually need to help out here look at what we just saw them doing and on this base we need to lend our special forces to the plight of our brothers it's a little complicated because i i i think their plan 99 could be some extravagant big thing or it could just be very simply no bars held just do it like 99 day go out with a fight like we know that what we're running into is suicide we were lucky to escape once and they weren't really focused on us then things were different with rampart in charge now with this new doctor and what he's doing we know security's everything's going to be beefed up 
go for it, right? I think it's just no bars held. They go in, guns blazing with the whole crew and with Echo and Rex. I think this would be a pretty interesting time to see where Wolf is because Wolf is such a prominent character in Rebels and he survives in the case where Gregor doesn't ultimately. So I really want to know, like, is he just cuckoo and crazy because of the years or is it because he's been involved in something at the end of the war or possibly something here in Plan 99 coming? And it's like, I, I, I don't know. I feel like this is going to be a devastating mission. I think this network conceptually it's quite strong but once you lose some of these guys you're gonna you lose each one hurts and you talked about it last week echo is a great possibility of dying here and i think it would be tied in quite nicely with you know doing it for his brother 99 right and his love for domino squad and an image that i have in my mind is that if echo dies it's because he dies with like someone's bloody hand on his chest and it's like, ah, oh, I'm here with your brother. Like we're back to the, back to the original logo. Instead of just having the skull here, I wanted him to have like the full, he did it for the regs. He did it for the bad batch. He did it for both of them. I'd love to see that symbolism there. And if it would be too nice of a wrap up and devastating. So I think it would, it, there's a chance of that happening. I, I want to see things go crazy. I want to see them run into something that even Crosser's unaware of. Because Crosser's, we thought he was going to be more experimented on. So far, it seems like they're just trying to torture him. But Hemlock has been hinting at like, oh, we can give you a clean slate. Just just do what we ask you to do. Give us what we need. And we'll like fix you up. And what does that really mean? He's been hinting at that, like, oh, I can totally change their thinking, permanently alter them. I'd like to see some clones that were already taken before Hauser and all that, like he mentioned. I want to see what happened to them. It's, it doesn't seem like they're mutating clones with Crosshair stuff, but they're potentially taking Omega's code. I guess it's not decayed or co- copied over because it's so pure. Maybe that's the strongest possibility of like neurologically or infection virus, whatever it is rewiring these guys becoming almost zombie-like forever i think that'd be a pretty interesting way of just changing the clones we've been talking about what hemlock's plans are and this is a guy who seems to have some of the most disturbing like possession ideas so i think i think it's something of that nature and that's where omega fits in because she is the purest base for his full like delivery system right and i i think we should see some of those early experiments i think we should see them run into like a room full of clone commandos and see like these tortured clones and mutated and everything just want to see some absolutely gruesome stuff i i don't know whatever it is i think they rescue omega but it's it's gonna be devastating i don't think we'll have everyone come out i say crosshair and echo are the two biggest candidates for death a fireball some newly introduced clone as well maybe a hauser I, but I don't know. I mean, are we also bringing in a Wolf and Cody? That's to be determined. It could be the ones more focused on the underground at this point. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's that's probably true. I mean, these episodes always end up going with a smaller group, right? And it, it makes more sense. It's a covert mission, so we should uh, have a smaller group. And with the Bad Batch being kind of like a covert ops team, 
it makes more sense to just add like a Rex instead of this entire group. As much as I want to see them all working together, maybe we'll save that for next season. I, I, I do think 15 ends with Omega's capture. I think this one begins with with a Hemlock returning from the summit. Being like, oh, we got her. And then taking her to Nalase, seeing how that plays out, seeing where Lama Sue is now in, in relation to this, seeing Hemlock discover the secrets behind Omega because we don't necessarily know how much he knows about her, whether he's just using her as a pawn for Nalase. So if Nalase gives him what he wants, what is it that he wants? We're going to see his whole plan start to develop here. And whatever his plan is, that's going to set the future of season three forward for whether the entire season is about an all out assault on Mount Tantus and all out assault on the clones. And why does this guy also think that he can redeem the cloning project, which the Empire has fought so hard to get rid of? And he does make a valid point, and I think a pretty obvious point, too, where Palpatine's played the politics string throughout the season. We saw it in episode eight. He's given the clones their freedom and and a bill that will help them enter into society, right? But we, we all know that that's not necessarily a, a good thing place to send people who have witnessed a lot of the atrocities the empire has committed so do they just kill those clones that saw these things or do they kill all the clones do they reprogram them i think this officer hemlock makes a very valid point of like we can't just let them back out into the public because they know too many things and that he thinks they're still useful of course palpatine anybody who thinks they can use an asset and manipulate an asset in a dark way palpatine i'm sure will be heavily excited for this episode will definitely be more focused on i think the rekindling of the relationship with crosshair i i think you're right crosshair is a strong possibility to die i really don't want him to die though because we didn't get enough of him this season and i would love to see his sacrifice be more at the end of this show as a whole i think he has the state the the claim right now of best arc arguably in the entirety of the show and if season three and season four or however many seasons we go continues to push crosshair more and more from like the one who is staunchly imperial does not want to betray what he was born to serve all the way to like one of the leaders of this clone movement i think that would be pretty powerful and a good way for him to go at the end i do think echo is number one candidate i i think that this episode even episode 14 even stronger reasons with Omega jumping into his arms. It's like, I'm so happy you're back. And he's like, Oh, I wasn't gone that long. She's like, it felt like a long time that, I mean, that's like priming us to be like, okay, he's probably going to, he's probably going to die. He was dead for a long time. And then he finally came back and now he's going again. I don't, I think that would be a good character for them to kill off. It would be important to the bad batch. It would be important to Rex and the rest of the regs. And I think that would be something that's unifying between the two groups that we could uh, see push forward. But I think in the vein of season one's finale, I do think this one doesn't necessarily get as big and explosive as we think. I think it is character focused, but I, I think instead of it just being Camino's last stand, I think this is like the, the full on the bad batch have entered the fight finale and it's going to have some character deaths. It's going to have some sad moments it's going to have some really disturbing things that the empire, the empire have been working on that are revealed. We're going to figure out what the, what it is. The season's going to end with a tag, just like it did last season where we saw Mount Tantus season's going to end with a tag that sets us to season three. 
and if kind of our predictions are right, we've been talking about the last few weeks, what could be the shows of next year. Right now we only have Andor season two and we have the acolytes. I, I think with the bad batch having rumored to have been done as early as spring 2022, they could be very far along on season three. I would not be shocked if at celebration it's announced that season three is coming sometime in 2024. And I think a, a nice bookend, but also cliffhanger for season three could be really well placed here, especially if it's coming so soon. That's going to wrap up our predictions for the finale of the Bad Batch episodes 15 and 16. Let us know what you think might happen down below and let us know what you thought of our predictions. Make sure you're liking the video as well and subscribing to our channel for the last bit of Bad Batch season two coverage we have. We will be reviewing the episode on Wednesday when it comes out. Make sure you're checking out that review. And of course, we will be continuing our Mandalorian coverage all the way through the second half of the season, starting with episode five's review on Wednesday and continuing on all the way to episode eight. Predictions and speculation for The Mandalorian come out every single Friday. So if you missed our predictions and speculation for chapter 21, make sure you check that video out. It came out last Friday. Our review for episode 14, Tipping Point, and The Mandalorian season three, episode four came out on Wednesday. Make sure you check that out. We stream Jedi Fallen Order every single Friday. We answer your questions live. Make sure you're tuning in for those. And of course, the long-awaited Heir to the Empire review is coming out tomorrow. So make sure you check that out. We'll be talking about The Bad Batch as well as The Mandalorian a lot of the connections that book will have with both. It's kind of an update from that video I did a couple years ago where I talked about how to adapt the Thrawn trilogy into canon. Thank you so much for watching, and we'll see you next time.